Blog Talk Radio. Franchise interviews from Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Welcome to Franchise Interviews, an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship. Listen to interviews with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys. And now, welcome your host, Marty McDermott, and Franchise Interviews. Hi everyone, Happy New Year and welcome to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews where for over 15 years now we've been asking the Franchipreneurs a one one. I'm your host Marty McDermott, I'm the President of Franchise Interviews and we have a great show today. Well for our first show for 2023 we're going to do something a little bit different and fun. We're going to remember James Lipton and James Lipton was the iconic dean of the Actors Studio and you might know James Lipton for his popular show Inside the Actors Studio. And on each episode, Mr. Lipton would ask actors a series of questions in front of a live audience, which typically consisted of students. And what I loved about Mr. Lipton's interview style was that he typically knew more about his guests than they knew about their own lives. And at the end of the show, he would always ask a series of questions inspired by a gentleman named Bernard Pivot. And some of the questions are, what's your favorite word? What's your least favorite word? What turns you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? Uh, What turns you off? What sound or noise do you love? What sound or noise do you hate? What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? And if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? And in one instance out of 800 shows we've done over 15 years, I had the opportunity to interview Nancy Friedman, who is a friend. She's uh, the founder of The Telephone Doctor. And Nancy was also an actor. And she answered these questions for me. So we're going to play that clip right now. But um, I was mentioning to you, you know, one of, one of my favorite interviewers, you asked me this question last week, is, is James Lipton of uh, Inside ah, the Actors Studio. Now, you are the first, I guess we, we really say actress, that I've interviewed in 570 interviews, you know, and I always wanted to pattern my show off of him. But, and I know you've watched the show, you know, and one of the things I always wanted to do is at the end of the show, when James has a, a famous actor or actress on the show, he asks a series of questions. I think it was written by Bernard Pivot. And so I wanted to ask you the same questions, if it's okay with you. Oh, my gosh, I love that show. This is, I, I, this is going to be so therapeutic. It is. Okay, so that's fantastic. So I'm going to start off with the very first question that James always asks his guests. And so I'm curious to know, what is your favorite word? Wow. Well, I, my, what comes to mind first is love. But Love. Yeah, I, I'm always thinking, you know, I, I, I love thank you, please, and you're welcome. Yeah. So I, yes. can you wrap those all together? <laughs> it's, you, well, you could, right? It's, it's, it could, and, it's, and it's a positive word, isn't it? You know, I mean, when you say love, you know, I mean, it really is. It, 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 it's such a positive word, you know, because one of yeah, my you gotta be careful. least favorite. I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say one of my least favorite words is, is, is hate, you know, is, 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 mm-hmm. is the opposite. Of love, you know, so I, 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 I can see why you say that because it is such a strong word, isn't it? I think so, but you just remember, I have a trainer, I go every Tuesday and Thursday, and I'll say, I hate that exercise, he says, don't hate anything. Yes. So I there's a lot of people that time. don't like that word, that's, that's a good word to not, to be least favorite. Yeah. Uh, and it, 
it's like you shouldn't say, I, I think that's pretty. You should say, I believe that's pretty. So you can say, yeah. I don't like chocolate candy. You know, right. I, I'm not, I hate chocolate candy. You know, so you're exactly. good. All right, that's good. It's, that's great. So that's a great response. So here's a tough one for you is what is your least favorite word? Well, I'm not going to give question. you the one that I think we talked to earlier, Bob, because it's, okay. it's, it's not a dirty word at all. But okay. it's so it's my least favorite. I can't even tell you what it is because I don't like to say it. So I've got right. to come up with my second least favorite word, Okay. which, which would probably be, oh, golly, that's a good one. I never studied a least favorite word, but as soon as I heard you say that, I thought, well, it's got to be that word, but I don't know how to say it because I've never said it. I've never yeah. said that word. And I'll tell you right. off camera or off okay. <laughs> what it is. And it's, it's not dirty. It's not dirty. Okay. Anything, so I'm, I'm not going to pass on it now, but I, I'm going to find a, 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 second, a second place winner here. A second um, place. Okay. Well, it, I, I don't have a lot of best and last and first. People say, what's your favorite song? Right. I just love music, you know. Right. So... Exactly. It's always hard to narrow it down to just one single element. Yeah, probably. Um, if you said favorite, least favorite phrase, I can yeah. handle that. But, the, but to zero it down to a word is hard. Like it is. No, and we, we don't, think about no, all the words we, we have in our English dictionary. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. I'll go, look, I'll go read the dictionary tonight. It's not an easy question. <laughs> we we could always come back to that one too, by the way. You know, okay, come back to that one. Come I'm back to that one. Okay. Okay, here's a great question that, that James asks his guests and I I love this question. So what turns you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? And I don't have to miss a beat on that laughter. Yeah. Laughter is my drug of choice. It is yes. the way I deliver a program. It is what I want to do every day. Uh, it is what I make myself do when the negative comes into my life. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes it's not so easy to laugh. Uh, and I remember my father saying, Nancy, when I die, you'll cry at my funeral, then go on. Goodbye. So, yeah. you know, you need to spend time to grieve, but don't drag all that negativity with you around. It's the laughter. Is- but that's what draws people to you, though, I think, Nancy, you know, in getting to know you over time, you know, is your ability to laugh and being positive. And I could tell you avoid negativity at all costs, you know, and right. that's really what draws people to you isn't it? Well, fortunately, there's a lot of people like that. I believe, not to throw it back at you, but in the, every time I've talked to you, you know, you've been through some hardships. We went through it together yeah. with your dad. Yeah. I mean, it, it, and yet, yeah. you know, you had great stories about him, and I listened, and I loved it. So it, just nobody Thank wants you. to be around. It's raining. It's, it's cold. It's hot. It's, right. yeah, 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 we don't need that. Yeah, that's great. Though. I think that, that that's a powerful answer. So here's an interesting question for you. What turns you off? know-it-alls who mm. don't know it. Yes, and there's a lot out there, isn't there? Oh, MG. People who... <laughs> just, they have no right speaking about a topic, and yet they Googled it, so now they know it. Right. I, right. So I, I, fortunately, I try to get away from those kind of people. It's interesting because in my world, Nancy, like in the scholarly world, you know, like I think a lot of times people, when they get a PhD or a doctorate degree, they think that, you know, they become know-it-alls, you know, and so I attend a lot of scholarly conferences and things like that, and that's that's a turnoff for me too, you know. Is, is it? You know, when, when you see that, it is, yeah, absolutely, well, you know, because you know, you can't does know it a lot. <laughs> right. Um, when we watch uh, movie stars and famous people be interviewed, and they mm-hmm. go off on a, t- on a topic that they don't know what the heck they're talking about. And it's so obvious. Yeah. 
it, it but is they obvious. come on, it's it's that you know they say it's blue and you got to believe it's blue. Nobody says in my opinion or I think or here's what my thought. You know those are okay when people say yeah. in my opinion we should do this or because at least you're covering your bet. But just to come on and be blatantly this is the way it is and you know I know it all. So it's true. You know it's it's funny. I've always been drawn to you know and I don't have any acting ability whatsoever, you know, and I think that's probably what, you know, drew me to you, but I like, I like watching interviews with actors, and I forgot, there was one I was watching several weeks ago, and they asked him, and this is an older actor, um, it was a political question, and he said, he said, I'm an actor, he goes, I'm not a politician, I, Good. I don't know, I can't I answer that. the question, you know, and I said, I thought that was so brilliant that they do it, because a lot of these actors today, they do, they, they answer questions, and you know, they, 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 just don't know anything about what they're talking about. And, you know, I, I just think that's the classy way to probably handle a question, isn't it? That was you know, beautiful. Like, I wish you could remember. If you yeah. ever remember who that I, is. I'm gonna, if I remember, I'll tell you. I'll ask Connie because I was watching it with her several weeks ago, and we both looked at each other when, when he said that. And I said, that is brilliant, you know. Oh, I said, now I'm going to be thinking about it all day. Um, exactly. I but think as, that's as soon as I remember, I'll tell last, you. Guys, you know? well, yeah, exactly. I appreciate that. Absolutely. So, Here's an interesting one for you. What sound or noise do you love? My husband's voice. Yes, that's a great answer, isn't it? He said, that's, yeah, that's a he's brilliant a, answer. He's got a real, and the way he talks to me is so respectful and so, I, okay, here's a secret. Can you keep a secret? I can keep a secret. I, okay, I burned dinner last night to a black crisp. I, it was the original burnt offering last night, the oh, original no. burnt offering. It was oh, beyond no. anything, and I started to cry. I started to cry. Oh. I said, Dick, I just don't belong in the kitchen. He says, Nancy, yeah. you can speak for two hours with no notes and get 3,000 people to stand on their feet. You don't have to cook. <laughs> and I, I started laughing. I said, thank you, but I, I feel so insecure about this. How can you burn a chicken? I get oh, it. Oh, jeez. I, I, I know the kind flat. of thing you're talking about. In the pl- Isn't that something? And that's how you know you met your soulmate, right? I mean, when you can find someone who will say that to you because he appreciates everything that you do. You know, he sounds like like an amazing man. I remember you and I talking on a couple of occasions. You know, you said, it's just not your thing, you know. But you try, though, don't you? I notice, you know. I know know you like... Why do you even try? Mark, I have probably more kitchen gadgets than Julia Child did. I am a kitchen gadget freak. That shouldn't have my my my, my stove should be a planter. You should put flowers in it so you can see through it. This is not my and I finally I finally have to admit it. It it's just some people can and I I guess I want to so much. You know You want it, right. It's just it's just not there. It, no, the the DNA is missing. That's well wait, something. wait, 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 wait. I do have no, see, see, I shouldn't be so negative. I can make ice cubes. You can. Okay, that that's the worst. I can, I can make important. toast. I can make there toast and a meat baked potato. Sometimes it comes out. <laughs> so it's not all lost. That's fantastic. Anyway, well, that's, yes. that's that's a great response. I love I love that response. <laughs> what profession other than your own? And you've you've had several professions, you know, in, in your lifetime. But what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? I'd like to have been a singer. Really? Mm-hmm. I, I really would. I know um, a lot of actresses. You know that that's always another feel that sometimes they cross over to isn't isn't it is singing but i don't i again I, mine is, that goes in the cooking thing i'm tone deaf so 
it just it, it's never going to happen. Well, so you take singing lessons if you want to sing. Well, I don't right. want to sing that bad. I guess I don't want to. Don't exactly, take singing it's lessons. just not there. That's something though. That's 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 an interesting response. So, what profession would you not like to do, Nancy? Be a housekeeper, clean, cook, wash, dry. Really. I no, I'm not doing that. You like getting no. out there and meeting people. I was, That's a, what you know, I, I used you. to apologize, and my mother used to say, "Nancy, you're a businesswoman." Yeah, I, you know, I, That's your thing. Yeah, I so I have a cleaning woman. She's wonderful. I love her. Yeah. I overpay her. I just now do you I clean? Her, oh right? my gosh! <laughs> oh my gosh! Of course. Yeah. 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 That's not, I mean that's that's interesting though and you know I could see getting to know you over the years is that you know it's just you being you know you you get this energy off the crowd too don't you you know because I've seen dozens of your presentations you know and I could see that you just you light up when yeah, you're, you're again kind of on that stage I think any theater person gets their energy from the audience I, I don't mm-hmm. think I think that's that's part of why we do it. Uh, it is, yeah. I, when anybody hears the laughter, that that's what you got up there that that morning for. I think from Don Rickles, you know, from from the best of them to to the, to the people that are just starting out, that's what they want to do. They want to make people laugh. Right. Absolutely. And last question: If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Oops! I made a mistake. You're too early. <laughs> that's fantastic. That's great, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's, I, I've that's thought about that question for for a long time, for years and years. Because yeah. I've been asked that. I would, I would have them say, oh, Nancy, I'm awfully sorry. I made a mistake. Go back. Go back. <laughs> yeah, I'll call you when I'm ready, when it's your turn. That's so. that's one of the best responses I, I, I ever heard. You know, I, did, <laughs> I heard one really good one. Um, when James Lipton was interviewing Al Pacino, um, oh. and he was asked that question, Al Pacino said, um, he goes, uh, when I get there, he says, uh, I hope God says, um, rehearsals at 8 o'clock. You know, meaning that <laughs> he wanted to be an actor. He wanted to be an right. actor in heaven, too. Like, he's doing what he, he, he really wants, he to, wants do, to do, you know. And, and that, that's, that's really what all of us should aspire to, I guess, right, Nancy, is that, you know, you're, you're yeah, doing what you love well, to you do. Yeah, well, You've heard the expression, find a job you love, you'll never work a day in your life. You'll never work a day in your life. I think Ray Kroc said that. I think it might have been. I can't Somebody, remember who said it. I wish I I'm happy to credit whoever did. I didn't make that up. So. Uh, and I've used it before. And I, yeah, I think it was Ray Kroc. I'm pretty sure. I'll, I'll look it up and I'll, I'll send it to you. But I'm pretty yeah, sure it was him. Yeah, I'd love to give him credit himself. because it's, you know, i got to commend you because this is not the first time you said, oh, I think so-and-so did that. And through this interview, you said, oh, it just came from so-and-so. And Dick is like that. He is constantly giving credit to the person who created or said the certain phrase or whatever. Uh, and yeah. he's a big history buff. So he'll, he'll come and say, well, Winston Churchill said blah, 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 or somebody else said blah, blah, blah. And that, that, is a, that is a very special trait in people to give credit. So I, com- I commend you on that. Oh, thank you. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, well, you know, I learned that from, you know, just, I, I guess, you know, I probably learned that to get older in life, you know, is, is you know, in writing so many papers, you know, I've, I've been published on several occasions, you know, so it's always, of course, very important to give credit to, you know, whoever right. was the actual source of, of that uh, quote, you know. So I, I think that was kind of embedded in me at a later part of life, you know. But but this has been interesting for me, Nancy. I, says, I love 
interviewing you, you know, and I, I would love to even have you back again because there's so many things that I want to talk to you about, you know, in the future, you know, that, that really I think our listeners would gain benefit, you know, from. Well, so, I'm, thrilled, uh, I'm thrilled we got to do this again, Martin. You are a delight and a, a professional and awesome host who deserves thank much success. You. So you let me thank know how you. I can what, help you. What are the best websites that our listeners can go to, Nancy? I mean, you've written so many books. Um, you know, so you, you have a lot of different websites that, that our listeners can go to to get more information on, on Nancy Friedman. Well, the nancyfriedman.com, F-R-I-E-D-M-A-N, is on the speaking ability. You know, somebody wants to use my services. But Telephone Doctor right. and ServiceSkills.com. ServiceSkills.com is our online training platform. Uh, okay. which is a library a library of training programs. So it depends. Some people want me. Right. Some people want the training. Some people want both. Right. But thank you. Yes, thank you. Okay. Coming up on segment two, you're going to hear what every franchisepreneur needs to know before buying a franchise. We're going to play a clip from our popular Great Quotes and Franchising podcast right here on Franchise Interviews. Franchise Teacher. Would you like to know how to franchise your concept or grow your franchise business? Meet the experts at Franchise Teacher. The goal of Franchise Teacher is to teach, coach, consult, and advise. The team of experts at Franchise Teacher will evaluate your business model and present you with a winning business strategy. Franchise Teacher will help you decide whether or not your concept works and if it's franchisable. Franchise Teacher is proud to have over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Franchise Teacher are developers of over a dozen franchise systems which include brick and mortar as well as home-based concepts of nearly 3,000 combined franchise locations. Whether you need to add more units or get more customers, Franchise Teacher can help. We will teach. Franchise Teacher will help you learn our proven system. Coach. Franchise Teacher will help you provide a game plan to succeed. Consult. Franchise Teacher will make sure you stay on track. And advise. Franchise Teacher will help you learn from our over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Take advantage of our free, no-obligation phone consultation. Simply go to FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. That's FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. Hi, everyone. This is Marty McDermott from Franchise Interviews, and welcome to another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising. Reach podcast you get to hear a great quote in franchising. You know, Franchise Interviews has been hosting this show now over eight years, and we've done over 400 shows. And, you know, a lot of people don't know this, but we actually started off as a newsletter in 2006. We had a handful of subscribers, and um, the newsletter started to build over time. And we got a proposal to turn the newsletter into a radio show. And I originally said no to the idea. I was terrified about doing a radio show. And I thought about it for about three days, and I said, you know what, I'm going to take a chance. And doing the radio show has really been, I would say, one of the 
top five or top ten things that's happened you know over my life so it's been a real amazing opportunity we've interviewed some amazing people from um, uh, Michael Gerber to the guest you can hear today Melanie Bergeron Melanie is in our Great Quotes and Franchising podcast for today and she is the chair of Two Men in a Truck and she was on our six-year anniversary show we put a lot of thought as far as who we'd like to have on the anniversary show and she was a perfect choice a wonderful interview and one of the questions we asked Melanie on the show was what advice would you give to our listeners in their quest to buy a franchise and of course her response was brilliant so here we go with another edition of great quotes and franchising with Melanie Bergeron the chair of two men in a truck to go or grow they add a right. truck add a truck add a truck and then if depending on what the economy is doing, then you mm-hmm. could take a truck out if you had to. Whereas with other franchise systems, you usually have to add a store, right. add yeah. a location. Um, That's true. So it's just another, another beautiful thing. I'm using every second of your time I can to no, encourage it, it, people it, to think about this business as an it, opportunity. It, it, it's an amazing opportunity. And, you know, I guess I could officially call you an expert. I know that I believe you are a, was a certified franchise expert. And one of the questions we've been asking on the show, Melanie, for the last six years is, you know, what advice would you give to our listeners? We call them aspiring franchipreneurs. You know, so many of them know they want to get into a franchise opportunity, but it seems I don't know. It seems a little more difficult today because there's just so much out there. And I think a lot of our listeners, they just simply don't know where to begin. I think they get a little overwhelmed. What would you say to them as an expert in franchising? I would look at the concept and um, think about who the audience is that you'll be working with. Because no matter what product or service it is, it's not really the product or service. It's who you're delivering to. And... um, you know, is this an audience that you could be comfortable with? I guess that's, that would be the first thing I would look at. Second, are there unit economics? Third, is this a fad? Is it going to be around 10 years from now? Um, fourth, how expensive is it to get involved? Are you going to be able to get a loan for it? You know, five, is it going to be right. difficult to learn this product or service, or will it be pretty easy to learn and teachable to others? Um, also look for state regulations. Is there anything, is there a location available in your city or state? Are there special regulations toward that product or service? Because a lot of products and services are regulated, and I'll tell you moving is. Um, but the biggest thing your listeners can do is call as many, uh, once they receive the permission, call as many of the franchisees in that system that they can and a couple red flags, if you get the FDD from a company and there is not an item number 19, and that shows um, just shows average numbers that right. franchisees make, that's a red flag. And find out why they don't have that in their FDD. Secondly, when, you, when the um, prospect does receive permission to call franchisees and they give you a very short list, mm-hmm. that's a red flag. And yes. um, it'd be nice... To my truck, we give the whole all of our franchisees, even people that have left the system, because we want that prospect to call as many people as possible. And if they say, "I would never do this," you know, I would, I made a big mistake. Then the prospect should ask, "Well, you sound disappointed. Would you do it all over again?" And if they say never, then it might be good for the prospect to say, 
then would you be willing to sell your location? The mm. truth will bubble up in that answer. And then keep in mind, wow. if we, um, it's not often this happens, but if we had a prospect called two men in a truck, and they said, we talked to this um, franchisee, and they don't like the way you do things, then we would probably say, you you know what, you won't be happy in our system then, because that is how right. we do things. So I think uh, for a prospect, they're going to get a bulk of their education by checking references. Very, 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 very important. Wow, that's a great question. I never heard that before, you know, in, in all the years I've been studying franchising is, you know, if someone said, you know, they, they never would have got into it again, then you say, well, would you sell me yours? And they said no. <laughs> you know, they'll be like, well, okay, I never thought of that. I mean, that's, that's very clever. I, you know, I had a feeling your response would, would, would be, you know, nothing less than spectacular. You know, it, it's it's. So thank you, everyone, for listening. If you'd like to hear that whole interview with Melanie Bergman, the chair of Two Men and a Chuck, you can actually go to FranchiseInterviews.com. You can go to our Franchises Listed Alphabetically page and just go to Two Men and a Truck. You can go to our Franchises by Category page and go to our Home Services page. And um, we'd like to thank everyone again for making this podcast and this show such a big success. It's amazing that we've been doing it now eight years, and we hope to do it another eight years. So thanks, everyone, for listening, and we'll see you soon with another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising from Franchise Interviews. Take care, everyone. Franchise Interviews. From Eastern Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews.